Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega. I'm here with my special guest, Nick. Nick, good to see you again. Happy to be here as always. Okay, this is episode number 156, Free Will and Our Intelligent Universe. This is going to be a controversial topic. Uh, before we get into it, let's do what we do You know, before each show, before each theme. Let's explain what we mean by free will and kind of like describe why this show is like so monumentally important. Okay, so uh, Nick, start us off. When, when people say they have a free will, what do they mean by that? I'm going to take the short route again. People say they could have done otherwise in their past. All right, and we'll, we'll just go through this briefly. So the reason they couldn't have done otherwise is because like they could only have done otherwise if the universe had evolved differently. In other words, like if they had been, been a different person with different experiences and, and different things happened in the past. So because the universe has only one causal chain that goes from past to present to future, that's why we couldn't have done otherwise. Okay, another, another definition for free will, like, kind of like the most, um, the most uh, well-known perhaps, is the idea that like, well, you know, I have a free will if I can decide what to do without anything that's not in my control, either making that decision for me or taking part in that decision. Okay, now, so the, the reason why we don't have that kind of free will either is because, um, for, first of all, we have an unconscious, but second of all, causality, this fundamental law of nature, you know, cause and effect, means that everything that happens in the present has a cause. Everything has a cause. So every, our, every decision we make has a cause, and then there's a cause to that cause, and there's a cause to that cause, and these causes are always going back in time. So if you follow this chain of cause and effect back, you know, prior antecedents, spanning back in time, it's going back to the Big Bang. So that's the fundamental reason why free will is impossible. All right. Why is this show supremely important? So just to touch on what you're saying, everything, every decision you make has to be within nature and nurture. That for well, free that's another way of explaining so it. So with, yeah. with, if, you, if you have free will, you would somehow circumvent nature and nurture and make a decision outside of it. Right. Back, back when we were like in, in um, junior high school, we were taught that human behavior, animal behavior, is the result of our genes and our environment. Nature and nurture, you know. There's no third option there. In other words, it's, it's generally a combination of both with most of, most of what we do. But there's no room there for free will. It doesn't say like where our behavior is a combination of, you know, nature, nurture, and free will. That's not the science because that's not the truth. Good point. So you want to know why this is important? Well, I know you can talk about a little bit after I talk about how it's going to make the world a better place. But I like to stick to the topic of it's just the truth. So whether or not it's better or worse, I obviously think it's better doesn't really matter or enter into my mindset because I think the people want the truth and the truth will sell itself just because it is the truth. So it doesn't really matter if it makes society better or worse or quote-unquote whatever, but I think the truth sells and people need to hear about you know living a life in a lie or something that doesn't make any sense and it's not reality can't but screw up mankind because it's not correct. Right, okay, and then, and then what, one of the primary reasons why people believe in free will and and this is why yeah the truth is important but like you know what this belief We're talking about why does, it's important. no i know um so you know what this belief does is very important to, to people in other words a lot of people 
refuse to believe that they don't have a free will because they conclude, well, if I don't have a free will, life has no meaning. That's right. There's, there's no fundamental justice. I mean, like, you know, society would, like, collapse because, you know, everybody would say, well, you can't blame me, you know. But, all right, first of all, like, to answer that. So, in other words, like, so in addition to the truth, to the extent that our world overcomes the belief in free will, we will still continue to have our, our laws and our rules and our morality and all. But it'll be much more compassionate, much more in intelligent. In other words, like now, like if somebody does something really wrong, we'll hate them. We'll, What's this business we'll with that the whole them. world gets it? That everyone's going to just start committing crimes and doing whatever? Where, 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 I don't see that. No, 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 no. Let's not go yeah, there. But I don't even know the connection. Let's not go. Oh, oh, no, no. Because some it's people responsible. Some people say. Some people say that. Well, if I don't have a free will, you can't blame me for anything I've done. You're right. So you're still you're blamelessly responsible. Right. Well, that's what people don't understand. That's why we have to explain it to them. So in other words, like yeah. So like. The, the thing is that, like, you know, pragmatic responsibility doesn't dis disappear. Right. But the hatred and the vindictiveness. And the punishments. The, the, the punishments, the, the vindictive punishments that go along with this free will belief would vanish. Okay. Yeah, we might still have to reward and punish people, you know, according to, let's say, operant conditioning and, and psychology, you know, reward and punishment. But it would be much kinder, much more compassionate, much more understanding, and much more intelligent. Okay, so it'd be a much better world to the extent we get this right. All right, so let's 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 go through now. Can you just tell the world real quick why you believe some people just can't get this, like your friend, you know, why some people just can't. Well, it's it's either either people have a, a very strong psychological need to feel that they're in control of what they do, that the idea that they're a puppet or a robot seems so counterintuitive That's they right. can't accept it. Or they don't appreciate the logic of causality. They don't. They say they understand causality, but they don't fully understand it. Because if they did, they'd understand that the natural consequence of causality means that everything has a cause. Means that everything we do in the present, you know, ultimately spans back and was caused by the, by the Big Bang. So, what about something that I would call the moral superiority thrill ride or high? In other words, if there's free will and someone else does something wrong, everybody else feels superior morally putting you down and punishing you, what a bad person. Uh, people might be attached to free will because they want to go on the moral superiority thrill ride. That's part of it. You read that, that article recently? Well, yeah, like that some people, you know, need to feel morally superior to others. and like. Well, that's a reason why they can't get it. They, they're attached emotionally and psychologically to the idea of enjoying watching people who behave badly get punished. Exactly. Because they feel, it's like the old bully in the schoolyard. You feel better when you push, put someone else down. There's a lot of that going on. Exactly. All right. Without so, free will, you can't have the moral superiority thrill ride. And that's not good. Okay. Well, All right. Let's terrible, get yeah. let's get to this. All right. So like basically, the theme of today is like free will and our intelligent universe. And essentially, what I'm saying is like that our universe is intelligent. It's conscious. I'm not preaching conventional religion like a god with a beard and Adam and Eve and all that stuff. I'm not preaching intelligent design with capital letters. You know that, that that ties in evolution with with this religious God, you know, and the Bible and stuff. In other words, like intelligent design might say, well, <coughs> that um, the the Earth is only six thousand years uh, old, and but the dinosaurs still were around and stuff. So that doesn't. Mean, what I'm saying is that like, and here's here's the essential point. Okay, if we human beings don't have a free will, yet we're expressing and manifesting intelligence, if what I'm saying, or what you're thinking, what you hear or read, you define as intelligent, 
but you don't have a free will, obviously that intelligence is not ours. It's not our intelligence. It's that of the universe. In other words, like the causal, it's, it's, it's actually that of the Big Bang. You know, the, the universe that compels us to make intelligent statements, to think intelligent thoughts, is the actual author of any and all intelligence in the universe. Wow, that's fascinating. I never thought about that before. Yeah, see, that's cool. So, so like, so basically, yeah. Our, our but the universe's consciousness can't be expressed without a human brain. It needs to play on something. Is, you think it's just floating around in outer space conscious? Well, all right, that's a good question because, like, in other words, like, all right, our consciousness is our awareness, right, mm-hmm. what we're aware of. But because we don't have a free will, we're aware of what the universe makes us aware of, right? So I think what you're saying is that, yeah, the, the universe has a consciousness, and it is expressed through us. That's right. Right. Um, consciousness, I mean, like, you can expand the concept of consciousness to include, for example, even inanimate uh, matter. In other words, like, for example, gravity pulls objects together, right? In a certain sense, in a certain global sense, you know, gravity has to be conscious or aware of the two objects to pull them together. So, so you're saying this table has consciousness? Yeah, what I'm saying, I think, fundamentally, is that the, the universe is conscious. Okay. And another reason I'm saying this is, like, for example, um, you know, the most amazing thing in comp- the most complex structure that we know of in, in the universe is the human brain. Okay? You can't attribute the human brain to human beings. I mean, it's amazingly complex and it's amazingly intelligent, but we didn't create it. You know, we're, we're, in other words, this is the work of the universe. That's right. So clearly the universe has to be supremely intelligent and conscious to, to have created the human brain. All right, but here's the thing. I mean, like, then, so then we get to a question. So, like, all right, I think we, so if you understand that the universe is intelligent and conscious, then, like, you know, I'm hoping that the the, um, the audience does, but then like all right, then this this kind of like poses um, questions. It raises questions. Why would the universe, this intelligent entity that that you know created the human brain and is responsible for every intelligent thought humans have ever had, why would the universe compel us, make us all believe that we have a free will when the truth is we don't? Well, the question is, at what time period of human evolution? I mean, everything has its time. They used to say the world, think the world was flat. Uh, women, you know, couldn't vote. There was slavery. There was all kinds of horrible things that we've evolved out of. And like you said, Copernicus and Galileo and your other show, I mean, Darwin, things have their time. So you want to know why the universe is taking this long to have us on the show telling New Yorkers and everyone, I mean, why didn't it happen in the 1420s? I mean... We didn't. We why didn't we invent the internet? I mean, we found each other through the internet. It's all a question of timing. So, why did the universe allow this year for the No Free Will show to come on cable access? I'm asking more than that. Imagine why did we get compelled for thousands of years to believe we have free will? Well, why was anything not invented until it was invented? Imagine, imagine you are the Big Bang. You're the universe. You're God. Whatever. Okay, it's up to you what happens, right? Because that's that's presumably you know. I mean. At a certain point, you know, like, because this causal regression, cause and effect never stops going backwards. So at a certain point, this whole topic transcends logic in terms of at least, it, not that we don't have a free will, that's, that's logical, but the fact that, like, who or what can we attribute to everything. But let's say you're that entity, that being, okay? It's not a question of when you will kind of, like, make people aware that nothing is up to them. 
it's a question of like why in the first place did you compel them to believe things were up to them when the fact is that absolutely nothing is again it's a question of timing uh, we're evolving consciously moment by moment so I don't think I think things are discovered not invented it was always there we're just discovering it now because of the uh, our evolution of timing of becoming smarter and more conscious of how we had to invent boats and farming and wheels and electricity so I, everything was there we just had to discover it and it's you're, you're missing the whole point of time but are cause you, and effect times time creates change you got to realize cause right. and effect parentheses times time equals change to dis- so so why wasn't it all invented right at the big bang because the universe needed to expand and time needed to go by what i'm saying what i'm asking that's, way, that's like saying something we invent 100 years from now like uh, flying cars an anti-gravity machine. Why don't we just invent that now? What I'm asking. Why not? Is, no, no. What I'm asking, Nick, is beyond that. In other words, basically, you're saying that like it's just part of the evolution that we discover that we don't have free will now, rather than whatever. I'm asking, you know, because like before, oh, stop. Okay. Yeah, before that, the universe made us believe that we did have a free will, and that was a mistake. So, like, yeah, my question is fundamentally. Why would the universe make us believe something that is completely Because the universe always wrong. adheres to the pleasure principle and the hedonic imperative. So, back in the caveman times or whenever, you're, you were telling me there was a period of time where they didn't believe in free will. Then it converted somehow, right? It came up in like 380 B.C. with what's his name? Well, yeah, the Greeks tended to believe in the fates. That, but, you know, and, you know, some people believed that everything was destined. A lot of people believed in free will. But there's one overriding principle in the universe, which is the hedonic imperative, otherwise known as the pleasure principle, where humans always go toward pleasure and away from pain. So throughout human history, that shifted on how you accomplish that. So there was a period of time where not believing in free will was the better way to go, and then believing in free will, you said it was a way to have the church get people to do good things and get to have you know the whole fairy tale of – so it's, it's a question of the pleasure principle being manifested in different ways, All right, but, consciously. But again, take consider this from the most fundamental standpoint. You're the Big Bang. You're the creator of everything. Could you not have created a causal history that, that it was pleasurable right from the get-go to not, to not believe in it? Exactly. exactly. I, I'm not the universe. I don't know why I did it this way. Of but. course, and that's why we're asking. In other words, and here's the surreal part of this. You know, like you're asking, I'm asking. It's actually the universe asking itself. Now, maybe the universe knows, I would, I would assume it knows, but it doesn't allow us in on, its no, on this knowledge. But essentially, the universe is asking the question, because, like, we don't have a free will. This question we're asking is not up to us. It didn't want human beings to know there was no free will until around now, for the same reason it didn't want human beings to know how to, you know, have email about 15 I mean, years ago. It's just like any other invention. It's, again, it was not invented. It was discovered. In other words, every... Everything in creation was always there. We just have to discover it. Yeah, but email... And the Big Bang is expanding out, right? Email's a little different because email, like, we didn't, like, mistakenly believe there wasn't email before there was email. All right, email. fine, that the Earth was flat. Right, exactly. So, like, Why you know, would it do that? Exactly, Same. that's my point. And even more fundamental, now we're getting to the, the fundamental essence of reality. Wait, because, so answer, like, why would... The, forget free will for a second. Why, why would the universe have mankind believe the world was flat for thousands of years until Columbus. My question, yes. And why? My answer is that, I don't know. That's why I'm asking the question. In other words, like, you know, the universe gets us to, like, to believe things that aren't true. And, and like, all right, 
in with the topic of free will it's kind of like it's interesting to, to kind of figure it out right but it has a, a more fundamental kind of um, all-inclusive implication and that is that in other words like the only thing we dislike we, we're as human beings like you just said we're, we're designed to seek pleasure and avoid pain right that's always been the common right. thread so so the question is like if you design a species, not just us, but all you know, sentient Animals life, plants, yeah. all sentient life, to 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 appreciate pleasure, and, and really pleasure. not appreciate right. pain, whatever. Then the question becomes: Why, in the first place, would the universe have created pain? You know, the universe. If you're the Big Bang, you could have created us all to seek pleasure and like to kind of like completely immerse us in pleasure, to, to actually have us never experience. A moment of pain. The universe could have done that. Right, but this show is about exploring the illusion of free will, Keith. <laughs> and you want me and you to just hypothesize and theorize about the mind of the, of the universe or the Big Bang, which is really God. We cannot ever figure out that. Who cares? I just want to know and tell the world why anybody would believe in free will and, and change their mind and get this thing going in the right, get some traction in humanity going in the future, which is. You and I causing, because everything is a cause, you, the, the, the audience, to start talking about free will versus no free will and getting traction into the right direction. I'm not interested in getting traction into a discussion about what the mind of the universe was at the Big Bang and why it took so long to have this show. All right, I Do you hear really care about that? Yes, because you All know right, why? We'll talk because about it if you want this to, is, but that's the name episode, of the show. This is episode 156. It's just exploring the mind words, of the universe. We spent 156 episodes pretty much explaining to people why we don't have a free will. So what's the logical um, extension of that of that knowledge? So if stuff isn't up to us... I know what you're going to say. It, it, it must be why up to Why did the universe so compel humanity for what, thousands years to have what a I'm role, saying, right? What I'm saying is like... When, when we kind of have explored the nature of our reality of life and all, we've explored it within the context of free will. We've asked ourselves, why did we do this? Why did we do that, right? So we all of a sudden understand that it's not up to us. We don't have a free will. Then the question becomes, why did the universe compel us uh, to do this? Why did the universe do this? And the reason this is important is because, like, because of the free will illusion, we've really never asked that question. So, like, you know, we say to ourselves pretty automatically, well, we can't know, you know, who knows, whatever. But, you know, again, the reason there may be answers to these questions, but, like, we've been so distracted. Well, it, whoa, whoa, whoa. We've been so distracted by, um, by attributing what happens to us human beings that we have not yet asked the fundamental questions of why reality is the way it is. What if the universe told me that everything happened the way it did so you and I could become the world's most famous people? Well, Because if we always knew there was no free will... You wouldn't have started the meetup. You wouldn't have met me. We wouldn't be doing the show. And clearly this is the, uh, the right way to go. So you and I and Sam Harris and everyone will be famous. So the reason why the universe did not compel all of mankind to already know this is because especially you wanted you to be the world's most famous person. That's, no, that's, that's clearly what it is. No, that's absurd. You know why? Because why is like, absurd? That's I what, mean, that's what's that going wouldn't on be here. a good reason because, first of all, I don't need that, that distinction. Well, I don't I'm, want it either, but that's what's happening. No, because the idea, like, for the universe to have done that would be, like, incredibly insensitive. You know how much pain and suffering this, this delusion of free will has caused people, you know, blaming and hating each other and all? So for, for, for the universe to, like, compel humanity for, like, eons or you know, centuries, yeah, generations, to get whatever, it wrong, to get it wrong, just so we could have the pleasure of like, of doing the greatest thing ever. That doesn't seem like a very good thing to do. But what yeah. else could it be? 
Well, that's why I'm asking. I mean, we haven't asked this question before. And, and like, you know, I'm, I'd always be go back to the hedonic imperative, the pleasure principle. The universe works on that one principle. So it was getting more pleasure uh, or was the universe getting pleasure or mankind getting more pleasure? To that, not believing in free will for thousands of years. And you said they did believe in free will and they didn't. And now they do. But now I think that mankind is going to be more getting more pleasure without believing in free will because if you take the mindset, if you do that to get this and it doesn't work, you're not going to have pleasure. In other words, under the free will model, you're going to do this to get that model. It doesn't work, so you're going to be frustrated right, but I'm and ask, depressed I'm and asking, homicidal. And, yeah. I'm asking the more fundamental question of why the universe created pain in the first place. It could have created sentient beings. In other words, like some people say, well, you can't have pleasure without pain. Fine. But, like, for example, that out in, in outer space... You know, it's like it's completely dark and like unbelievably cold, right? That exists. Okay. Yes, that exists. But that doesn't mean we human beings have to be a part of it. We've never experienced that. That doesn't mean we don't experience like, you know, 70 degrees weather and a nice, you know, sunny days and stuff. So in other words, like the universe could have evolved in a way where, yes, pain exists, but somewhere way out in like, you know, somewhere else where it doesn't affect human beings. Mm -hmm. Now, you raised an interesting question. I because did. Ordin yes, ordinarily we think that, well, yes, we human beings are hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. Does that apply to the universe? Is the universe also hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain? I would imagine so because it's the number one rule of everything, going towards pleasure and away from pain. Well, I mean, again – So the universe was getting some pleasure out of watching all these human beings have the wrong mindset that they all believe in free will – it's, it, maybe the universe finds it giggly and they laugh and, you know, the consciousness of the, they think it's funny. But now we're up, to, you know, we're up to speed now. So I don't know. All right. Here's one of the implications like and we got to get into this. Like one of the reasons I why just want to say, I know this is your show, but I really want to talk about the only thing that really matters. In mankind, I know. I know. Exploring this the illusion. Show. You have your show. I know. But talking <laughs> about the mind of the universe and why it took this long for us to do the show. I'm going to say I have no idea. But I don't, don't, don't want to even discuss and, it. Really, and you I, know why you have no idea? Because you haven't thought about it before. Because, like, basically we're so locked into this, like, you know, even those of us who understand there's no free will, we're still locked into the perspective that everything is, is up to us or whatever, you know? So oh, you're saying when everyone really internalizes there's no free will, it'll lead to other discoveries. It'll lead to the question of, like, why did the universe make us do what we do? Why did the universe mislead us in, in, in the question of free will and, and the, 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 you know, whether the earth is flat or not. Yeah, because that's the essential question. It's not up to us. You know, in the past, people have, saying, have said, why did human beings you know, do this or think this or, or think that? That question no longer applies. Now the question is like, why did the universe make human beings do this and that? Okay, at the four-minute mark, we promised to do commercial. You know, uh, Absolutely. Okay, so this. That's very interesting, actually, now that I think about it, because if there's no free will then we could learn other discoveries with the right paradigm, which would be why did the universe dupe us for so long? Yeah. What would be the point of that? I know. All right. Like, so, but, all right, so now we've got four minutes, and like, here's the thing. We've done this 156 episodes, you know, three years now. Um, this needs to take the, the next step. Basically, what has to happen now is like if you know somebody who makes major feature film documentaries, theatrical releases, so be seen all over the world, Get them to produce this movie. This movie will make hundreds, easily $100 million. You know, think about it, theaters all over the world. People understanding the first time in human history, you know, being explained why absolutely nothing is up to them. 
well, this movie would open the doorway to the debate of no free will. It could cause a culture war, but people love controversy. People love debates. And I think a Wall Street, uh, not a Wall Street, a Hollywood, well, actually Wall Street, too, who needs the money. But Hollywood loves to do things that are what they call relatable, relatability. Most movies that do well, it's a family in the suburbs. If you're married with kids, it's funny because you relate to it, you know, uh, or it touches a nerve in some, you know, uh, part of society. This is, tell, tell the audience why the free will debate is relatable and why Hollywood wants to sell and make money something that's relatable to get the ratings or the money because they're all about you know will it sell will yeah it's relatable because like you know again like free will is so ingrained in our culture i mean like the five major religions believe in it almost everybody believes in free will and it's relatable in a practical sense that like you know because we all believe in free will we don't treat each other so well sometimes we'll hate other people and we'll 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 um, want them want to see them be punished and all this you know in other words like this Belief in free will is far more harmful than people realize, and people will be able to relate to that. And George actually has a very good treatment for this movie, where it starts off with two guys in a hospital fighting with the psychiatrist about the free will thing. Psychiatrists are telling them they're crazy, you know, and they're, we're explaining, you know, you know, psych, the mental health system just doesn't, you know, you say that the mental health system is all about sanity and getting people well. How could they get people well when the whole paradigm they're using is incorrect? Because if you don't do well and they say, well, go to therapy more, you got to work out more, you're not run, working the program hard enough, you got to go 90 days and instead of, th- you know, and you feel like a failure because it's under the free will model. If it's under the no free will model, you don't feel like a failure and you could still be depressed, but you won't be depressed that you're depressed That's or angry point. that you're angry. Yeah. So this is much better for the world and everybody needs to understand because we're going to get rid of suicide and homicide because you're not going to hate somebody or yourself without free will. It's a yeah. malicious intent thing. Absolutely. We may not get rid of it completely, who knows, but like it'll make the world far more saner. And just the fact that the mental health systems throughout the world don't acknowledge that we don't have a free will just kind of like tells, yeah, it's, it's completely infuriating. Insane. And so, right, so like, so a major theatrical release movie followed by a weekly TV series on CNN on one of the major networks where they debate this every Oh, that week. would sell. That's ratings. Oh, yeah. Because, like, you know, there's going to be a lot of religious people. Well, you know, like, you know, my religion says we have free will, so they'll bring their representatives to this TV show. And then people like, like Nick and I will be on the other side debating with them. And that, I'm telling you, that, that show will be supremely, it'll be a moneymaker. It's it'll not only an entertaining money. show, it's an important show because what the subject matter of the show really matters. You're not debating, uh, you know, what happened to that Malaysian airplane. I mean, I know that matters, but when you're talking about do we have free will or not, that's the umbrella over the Malaysian airplane thing. That's the thing that's the unconsciousness that encompasses the whole earth. That is important. I mean, instead of watching, no offense, stupid shows about this, that, or comedies, Big Bang Theory, American Idol, this is a show of free will versus no free will debate show or a movie that actually matters because it matters because it's every it touches everything we do in life. All right, we got like 11 right, yeah, seconds. Thanks. You know, like John Searle said, for the world to understand this would be a bigger revolution than Einstein and all the greats. Um, We'll be back to explain this until you get it. Thanks for watching.